Hey friend, in today's episode, I'm delving into the incredible impact of your words on creating your reality. Are you ready to unlock the secrets to manifesting your dreams and desires? We'll get ready to discover the five ways you may unknowingly be using your own words against yourself. Come join me today as we explore how self-defeating statements, scarcity language, blame games, limiting beliefs, and negative self-talk are shaping your reality. But fear not, I won't leave you hanging. I'll also provide you with three powerful tips to reclaim your power and change the script. So get comfortable, open your mind, and prepare to embark on a journey of transformation. Because by the end of this episode, you'll be equipped with the tools to revolutionize your language, rewire your subconscious mind, and manifest the extraordinary reality you've always desired. Get ready to unleash the power of your words and step into a realm of unlimited possibilities. Let's dive in. Welcome to the business of inner peace. I'm your host, Erin Jean, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's pretend we're sitting in my living room enjoying a cup of coffee or tea and getting to know each other just a little better. That's what I love. I love getting to hear your story. I love feeling connected by the spirit of understanding that our stories bring. Today, I'm sharing some of my story, but I hope someday soon you'll be telling me yours. Listen, I know that you're feeling overwhelmed with life and nothing is exactly how you'd like it to be. Your marriage is not what you hoped for. Motherhood is harder than you imagined and you've lost yourself somewhere in the mix of responsibilities. Well, if you're ready to bring some more peace and joy into your life, reconnect with God who made you and start living a life you love, then grab your cup of coffee or tea and let's dive into today's show. So today we're diving into the fascinating topic of how our words shape our reality. Have you ever felt stuck or dissatisfied with certain aspects of your life? Perhaps you've been struggling to manifest your desires or create the life you truly want. Well, my friend, it's time to uncover the power of your words and understand how they might be influencing your reality. Let's start by addressing the issue at hand. Many of us unknowingly use our own words against ourselves unintentionally, creating limitations and roadblocks in our lives. But fear not, once we recognize this pattern and make a conscious shift in our language, a whole new world of possibilities opens up. By the end of this episode, you'll have the tools to transform your reality and manifest the outcomes you desire. Did you know that the Bible actually has over 40 verses that address how we speak? I'll be sure to share a few of them with you today. I'll never forget being at a huge conference and the guest speaker said, whatever you are getting or not getting in life, you asked for it. I was pissed. I thought to myself, well, I really don't like what I'm getting right now. I was about 15 years into a difficult marriage that was full of controlling behaviors, verbal and emotional abuse. And I was trying to escape that reality by creating my own essential oil business, 
And I felt like I was also feeling at that. All I could think is, I did not ask for this. I would never have asked for this. But her words were so nagging and they kept echoing through my head. It was the start of me beginning to take responsibility for my own reality. And taking a deep look at how I was speaking was a part of that. It didn't happen all at once, but slowly but surely, I began to realize how much of what I was speaking and focusing on wasn't lining up with what I actually wanted to create. So let's explore five common ways in which our words are working against us. Number one, self-defeating statements. Do you catch yourself saying things like, I'll never succeed, or I'm not good enough, or things never work out for me? My parents actually talk like this all the time. This is definitely a space that we all get our first round of subconscious programming at home. In fact, my parents would claim bad things as our family's luck. Anytime something bad would happen, they would say, of course, it's just the Jensen family luck. These self-defeating statements, they diminish your self-belief and they actually reinforce a negative self-image. Number two is lack and scarcity language. Using phrases such as, I can't afford it, or I'll never have enough, reinforces a mindset of scarcity blocking the flow of abundance in your life. Number three is blaming others. When we constantly blame others for our circumstances, we give away our power to create change. Phrases like, well, they made me feel, or if only they would, they prevent us from taking responsibility and creating our own reality. I was the absolute queen of this. I was always blaming my husband or any other person that treated me poorly as the absolute problem. And this type of language, it actually kept me in a victim mindset. And it honestly made me feel great about myself because it reinforced the absolute fact, at least in my mind, that I was the most kind person and that I just kept having people treat me really bad. They were the problem, not me. And honestly, who could even argue with me? I had so much evidence to prove that this was true, but I never saw my own contribution to this situation. And that kept me stuck along with talking like a victim. So number four is limiting beliefs. Statements like, I'm too old for that. And this makes me think of one we say a lot in society. Well, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, right? Or I'm just not lucky. Or people in my family just have bad genes. Or I never win anything, right? All of those things restrict our potential and they keep us stuck in a limited version of ourselves, especially in the categories of health and wealth. These beliefs, they prevent us from exploring new possibilities and expanding our horizons. Number five is negative self-talk. Constantly criticizing and berating ourselves with phrases like, 
I'm so stupid, or I always mess up, or I'm such an idiot. Those things chip away at our self-esteem and they reinforce a negative narrative about our own capabilities. And I want to even add to this that negative talk about others does the same. A huge pet peeve in my house of mine, I should say, (laughs) is the S word, stupid. My teenagers love to throw this word back and forth at each other and their friends. I try to offer up some different language, but sometimes you just can't control what comes out of somebody else's mouth. And so I just had to remove myself from the situation. This happened just this week. Several requests. I made several requests for them to stop using that language. And I just had to walk out of a fun game of Rummy Cube because I didn't want to be around it anymore. And they weren't listening and I can't control that. So anyhow, (laughs) I digress. When I first started to pay attention to what I was saying, I caught myself a lot on the I am statements. Like, I am so mad right now. Really, in that statement, I'm claiming the anger as my identity or I'm exhausted. Here's another one I bet you've heard. Stick a fork in me because I'm done. Well, what are we actually claiming in that moment? Please, no one stick a fork in me. And I'm definitely not done. I have so much more I want to do here. So here's my first tip. Try inserting the word feeling in there. When we state something as our feeling, it takes it out of our identity. Like I'm feeling really angry or I'm just feeling so tired. I think I need to take a rest. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. Listen to what you are saying to see if you're speaking death or life over yourself. My second tip is to reframe and empower. Whenever you catch yourself using self-defeating language, consciously reframe your statements into positive and empowering ones. For example, instead of saying, I can't do it, shift to, I am capable of overcoming any challenge. One of my favorite sayings is, everything always works out for me. I especially use it when it starts to feel like things are not working out for me. (laughs) I say this a few times to myself or out loud on occasion to whoever is with me go ahead, just ask my family. They love to poke fun at me on this one, especially my 16 year old son. But the truth is God is in control. And I really do believe that he works all things together for my good. So even if things don't go the way I want at the moment, I can trust that they always work out for me in the long run. Psalm 19, 14 says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And I don't know about you, but reframing my language in this way, it feels so acceptable in God's sight. 
I can literally just see God smiling and laughing every time I catch myself. And that leads me to my third tip, affirmations and visualizations. Utilize the power of positive affirmations and visualizations to rewire your subconscious mind. Create affirmations that align with your desired reality and repeat them daily. This is actually a really fun place to use God's word. I speak Jeremiah 29 11 over myself every single day. So you can find your favorite verse and change that into an affirmation as well. Visualize yourself already living that reality, feeling the emotions associated with it. I do this one a lot with hypnotherapy or visual meditation. You can just visualize God or even the person that you are speaking about being really pleased with how you're talking. Remember, your words are like seeds planted in the fertile soil of your subconscious mind. Choose them wisely. Nurture them with belief and watch as your reality blossoms into the life you truly desire. Matthew 15, 11 says, it is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a person. So pay close attention to what is coming out of your mouth. I want to encourage you as you start to work on this, offer yourself grace, allow yourself to rephrase things, I love to use the word historically often. (laughs) For example, when I catch myself saying things like, I'm not a morning person, or I'm super accident prone, I now say, well, historically, I'm not a morning person, but things may be different in the future. Or historically, I'm super accident prone, but As I age, I'm much more steady on my feet. (laughs) As we wrap up this episode, I want you to know that it is one of my greatest joys and honors in life to get to walk alongside another woman and help her in this work. So if you are in a spot in life where you just don't really love what you're getting, remember that whatever you are getting or not getting, you asked for it. And as much as that statement stung me, it was such truth. And it was the shove that I needed to begin. It was that first step that allowed me to change my own reality. And I am now living a life that I absolutely love. So I'm here for you book a call with me and we can talk exactly about what you're struggling with and see if I can help you. I will show you how, and if I can't help you, I will do my best to point you to someone or a resource that can. So head over to erinjeanbooking.com today. And I am so excited to connect with you on the other side. And I'm going to leave you with one final Bible verse. It's 1 Peter 3.10. Whoever desires to love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. 
I am speaking blessings over you, my sweet friend. Go out and make it a great day. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're feeling blessed by the content here, the number one way you can show me is by leaving me a written review of the show. I'd be forever grateful knowing that you're out there listening helps me know that I'm truly living out God's purpose in my life. The other thing you can do is take a screenshot of this episode, share it with a friend, or better yet, tag me on your Instagram stories. Remember, you are seen, known, and loved. May God richly bless you today. All my love, Erin Jean.